0: Welcome to Home of the Brave, I'm Scott Carrier. I went to the conventions in Cleveland and Philadelphia because I wanted to see who'd show up outside on the streets to protest or demonstrate. The city of Cleveland was prepared for an invasion of 50,000 protesters, Philadelphia for 200,000. But it turned out not many protesters showed up, only about 1,000 in Cleveland, maybe 3,000 in Philadelphia. The first day in Cleveland in the morning, I was riding my bike into town and I saw these two guys walking along in earnest, one carrying an American flag over his shoulder. So I stopped and told them that if they're trying to get to the convention center, they're going the wrong way. You gotta cross the river, I said. The bridge is down there. They'd just arrived from Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, uh, so my name's Sean Whitty. I'm a Marine Corps combat veteran from Southern California. Um, here in uh, Cleveland, uh, Ohio, for the Republican National Convention, uh, the reason uh, we drove 2,600 miles to get here today is because there's been a lot of talk about taking this uh, uh, nomination from Trump. And frankly, uh, with the most votes in Republican history in this country, it would be a travesty to watch the vote of the American people usurped by by an organization who's merely looking out for their own their own personal interests. You mean the Republican the Republican Party? Yes. People are going to say Trump's a bigot. A bigot. Trump's a racist. Trump's a this. Trump's a that. You know what? In the end, I can I can stand here and and uh, give point uh, by point analysis of why he's not these things. But in the end, I would rather take an angry, loud mouth bigot over a woman who is going to destroy America.
0: You were a marine, you said. Yes, correct. And w- did you go? Overseas? Uh, two,
1: com- two combat deployments to Iraq. Uh, so, so did my friend here.
0: What years were you there?
1: Uh, he and I were both there from uh, 04 to 08. Uh, we were there in Fallujah, Blue Diamond, Al uh, Al assad Korean Village, We were motor tee, so we drove all over that country. We, so, we how do you feel
0: about like Fallujah is now? It's just been cleared again, but it pisses um, me
1: off. Yeah. It pisses me off because our brothers and us, we, we fought like tigers for that place, yeah. you know. And to see, you know, everybody just throw their hands up and say, "Meh, what's done is done." Right? And the worst case scenario is our government has given ISIS $100 million a year on record, asked for by John McCain, who still hasn't been persecuted for any of this. Okay, now that's $100 million, that came- how did they get that? Through Saudi Arabia? Or- uh, because they were, uh, they were rebels fighting against Syria. And our State Department, run by Hillary Clinton at the time, thought, oh, yeah, let's give these uh, rebels $100 million to continue this uh, uh, attack against, uh, you know, Syria, uh, Libya, uh, uh, well, basically the whole Middle East now. Um, And, and, you know, again, I I cannot condone a government that... uh, is going to fund people trying to harm Americans. Let me ask you this. What are you afraid of, basically, the I'm, bottom line? I'm afraid, I'm afraid of, of a, totalitarian, a totalitarian takeover. I'm afraid of, of our government turning America, Mexico, Canada into the next European Union, the North American Union. Ah. And I'm not okay with that. I like, I love my country. Why,
0: what are you afraid would happen if that happened?
1: The American people are going to be exploited and cheated and, and, and ripped off by... by, by, by By our government, the same people who've been doing it to us over and over again for years and years. Did you feel like this before you went to Iraq? No. See, I went to Iraq because supposedly, according to our government, Saddam had something to do with 9-11. It had weapons of mass destruction. And after going over there, and pardon me for saying this, after going there and doing some fucked up things that Hallmark doesn't make a card saying, I'm sorry for jacking up your country, you know, we, we can't take what we did back. And we can't apologize for it. We can make 100 YouTube videos saying we're sorry, but it doesn't mean dick. A lot of and
0: civilians were killed.
1: Right. And in the end, in the end, it had nothing to do with any of those things. It was because Saddam wanted to stop using the U.S. dollar as a world reserve currency for oil. And then, and then, you know, you, you look at uh, uh, Syria, uh, Libya, uh, and these countries. What, what happened? They wanted to stop using the U.S. dollar for oil and start using a gold bagged dinar. And what do we do? We pay a bunch of terrorists to go over there and jack their shit up because... Our government is going to lose money. That's what it's all about. This government only cares about the almighty dollar.
0: And you're pissed. I am damn well pissed, yes. Do you have a gun in your backpack? I do not. Uh, but
1: you have a, an NRA t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I, 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 are, you, are, you, are you carrying it?
1: No. I respect... Would you, you I, I would, yeah, absolutely, yeah. because I have a constitutional right to, and I would. Right. The only reason I didn't is because if something were to happen today and some incident occur... I would not want this to reflect poorly on, on uh, gun-carrying Americans and so on and so forth. I'm very self-confident in my ability to protect myself and others around me. Uh-huh. And if somebody tries to get out of hand, I, I will not aggress on them. But if they attempt to aggress on me, I will put hands on them.
0: But you, you're, not, you're not carrying? No.
1: Just I, I, what, I have, what I have today is pepper spray, which uh-huh. I've already tested, and it works really, really well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, tested. I
1: had him spray me in the face before we came.
0: Really?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, and you drove from Los Angeles? Yeah. 26 hours, you said? Uh, 36 hours. 2,600 miles. I, I work nonstop. I'm, I'm an average American. I bust my ass every day. So does he. We barely make enough to get by. The government takes 37% of my income. What do you do? I work maintenance and uh, construction. Right, I swing a hammer. Uh, I turn a wrench all day long. All right, six days a week. How and much
0: did you make as a Marine?
1: Oh, God. Uh, as, when I first got in as a private, I was taking home uh, 850 a month. $850 a month. And when you private. got out? When I got out, I think I was making uh, 1100 a month. As uh, what rank? Uh, my, well, I, I was making 1100 at my highest rank. Um, I got out, uh, again, because at the end, um, I was having a lot of issues trying to uh, accept what I had done over there. And our government and our military weren't willing to help. They weren't willing to listen to me, they weren't willing. All they wanted to do was hand me some little colorful pills and say, eat these and shut up. And that's not the way I roll, right? So um, unfortunately, I acted out um, and I lost my rank. So when I got out, I was a private. Um, But uh, when I got out, after serving four years, two combat deployments, I got out of the Marine Corps, I had no job, I had no home, I had no car. I was living on the streets for four months, on the streets, sleeping on park benches, eating out of trash cans because I had nothing and my government didn't give a crap about me. And all these yellow ribbons and support the troops don't mean dick if people aren't willing to stand up for their rights. The fact that we were there, people should be in prison. George Bush needs to be in prison. Dick Cheney needs to be in prison. These people need to be in prison. No one really even understands what's going on. I could sit there and talk to someone for 45 minutes about all the nonsense that's going on and their face just glazes over and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. They think because they watch Fox News they're informed.
0: I'm no doctor, but I think that's what traumatic stress sounds like. In the center of downtown Cleveland, there's a large open park called Public Square, flanked by the three highest buildings and one of the oldest churches in the city, Presbyterian. The park has a grassy area with some trees, a Civil War monument, a fountain the kids can run through, an outdoor cafe, and it was only a couple blocks from the convention in the Quicken Loans Arena. It was a perfect place for a protest to happen. When I got there at 11 a.m. Monday morning, there were about 100 protesters. Some were for Trump, some were against Trump, and there were some religious fanatics protesting sin and moral degradation.
2: The hardest deceitful of all things and desperately wicked who can know it.
0: The cops were everywhere, standing in teams of eight to 20 men, some on bicycles, others on horses. 3,000 cops came from around the country mainly state troopers, like from California, Florida, Massachusetts, Indiana. Many were in new uniforms with fitted Kevlar vests under their shirts. This type of police presence, I thought, could stop a shooter, but anyone could have had a bomb in their backpack.
2: He must be born again!
0: Next to the Civil War monument, there was a podium with a microphone, a place for people or political groups to sign up and speak their minds I got there just as the first speaker was finishing her name was Kathy Ray Coleman and she was the organizer and leader of the Imperial Avenue Women's Coalition a local group trying to stop violence against women What Kathy is saying is right, misogyny is a terrible thing in this community and across the nation. But we have many more problems, not just the mistreatment of women. We have problems with health care. We have problems with education. We have problems with employment. These things... As I normally say, if there is an ill perpetrated on the American society, it's perpetrated worse against the African-American. And with the start of the RNC today, I could say I'm... I was standing there listening to Mr. Patterson, along with about 60 others, mainly media people. i just arrived and was trying to figure out what was going on. It sounded like there were some serious racial problems in Cleveland.
2: Or we could talk
0: about 137 rounds of ammunition... Fired into a car in a middle school parking lot. Killing two unarmed African Americans. We have a tremendous amount of work to do. As Mr. Patterson was speaking, the woman who'd organized the event, Kathy Ray Coleman, she came walking towards me, and I started to talk to her. But then she looked around and saw that the cops were closing in on her, about four of them from behind and on the sides, So she tried to get away by jumping over this four-foot metal fence and fell on the ground. Then she got up and ran to the microphone. They
2: are trying to put me in jail because of Timothy McGinty. They've been stalking me and harassing me. They've been trying to put me in jail. Get off of me.
0: The cops, Cleveland police, about eight of them, closed in on her and handcuffed her hands behind her back.
2: Right ...around the Imperial Avenue murder. And they've been harassing me until John O'Donnell tried to steal my home and University Heights for
0: $36,000. While this was going on, everybody in the audience had their cell phones and video cameras out recording everything, but nobody yelled out, Hey, stop that. Leave that woman alone. No, we were surrounded by hundreds of policemen... So nobody said anything in protest. Then another woman from the group, the Reverend Pamela M. Pickney-Butts, she stood up at the microphone. I don't know
2: who was just behind that, but you know what? Her blood is on your hands. I don't know what is going on in the atmosphere, but I know something's drastically wrong around here. We have people, that is Kathy Ray Coleman, the editor-in-chief of clevelandarbonnews.com. She is the founder of the Imperial Avenue Women's Coalition, and every time she tries to speak up on behalf of someone, something bad happens to her. Earlier in the year, or in the close of last year, she was tied down to a bed in a hospital with handcuffs, for speaking up and knowing the law. Someone get her some help, find her lawyer, and get her some help. Find her dad. Mr. Coleman who is in Kentucky and get her out of that jail they are going to murder her in that jail if we don't get her some help. I don't care if you think I'm crazy because I am crazy in Jesus Christ. But what you just did to Kathy Ray Coleman God have mercy upon you
0: When she was done I went over to talk to her Could you describe what just happened? Kathy
3: Ray Coleman is a community activist who speaks out for people um, they're trying to say that she's mentally ill, and they're trying to say that she's some other things wrong with her, because she has not been to law school, and she knows the law. And what happened on Imperial Avenue? <clears throat> there were some women whose bodies were found murdered a few years ago.
0: Okay.
3: A man by the name of Anthony Sowell was accused of the murders. All right. Their bodies were mutilated and all types of horrible things. So, <clears throat> black women? Yes. Black women who they labeled as prostitutes drug addicts, and women who didn't have any purpose in life. So, we have been establishing justice for their deaths, trying to get the solutions and to make sure no more women are murdered like that. Kathy and I have been out here, and we've been doing our own investigations about these murders. The judges and the people who want to let it go by just locked her up. Why did they come? I saw it. I was right next to her. Because they issued a warrant for her arrest. They went on her property in University Heights, where they stole her home from her. These judges, some of these judges stole her home from her. And they went on her property calling her niggers and pulled guns on her and stuff. And she pulled back out of her driveway. And they professed that she tried to hit them. And they charged her with felonious assault. They want her really, really, really bad. They didn't want her voice during this RNC. Because she's going to bring a whole lot of attention to a whole lot of stuff that they don't want to address.
0: I've followed this case somewhat since then. Not enough, perhaps, but this is what I've learned. The event where Coleman allegedly tried to run over some Cleveland police officers happened over a year ago. So this begs the question of why the police waited a year until Coleman was speaking out in public to arrest her. According to court records, on August 1st, about a week ago, Coleman was indicted for four felonious assaults of a police officer and then referred to a psychiatric clinic. Anyway, all that happened on the first day of the RNC before noon. I have a lot of other interviews from Cleveland and Philadelphia, too many for one story, so I'm going to split them up and post them as I get them done. Like, for instance, in the next episode, I meet the Ohio Minutemen, a militia group that brought their assault rifles.
3: Why so do you we, want to
0: scare people? Uh, Who's scared? All, all people. I'm people scared. People who are guys. scared of I, I guns. I have a question for you. Right. What are you scared of? I'm scared of you guys walking around with a ar15 because you might shoot them or somebody might shoot us. Why? Who? There is not a in the no no chamber. Do we're doing this because right. we're not. Felons. Who's going to talk? I'd like to thank Sarah Geis, John Pace and Daryl Davis for helping me along the way on this trip, and thanks to everyone who's donated to the show. There are some good photos of the people in this episode on our website, homebrave.com, like, for instance, Sean Whitty's tattoos and Kathy Coleman being arrested. Okay, more soon. Thanks for listening.